Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Maiden Page Show. I'm your host, Zach, here. Got Professor Dreg with me. We're really, really busy individuals, you know, got a lot of things going on. So putting this show on, you know, for an hour a day, every day for you guys to listen to is absolutely what we love doing. So I want to keep it as consistent as possible. I know that some of you probably listen to it and go, oh, you guys sound like you split up the episodes in one day. It's like, yeah, well, we have to because sometimes things happen and uh, we want to do our best to honor the weekday times. But hey, we haven't failed. We're 40 episodes in and we've consistently put up five episodes every week. People are loving it. It's great. But um. I want to talk a little bit about a couple of things here, but I guess it could always drift into two different things. Cause I think money making and business and how to go about doing that should be an essential part of this show, as opposed to just politics and religion, because it's called American made and paid, <laughs> but it's, it's funny how we've established the tone of this show in the past 40 episodes as to where we stand politically. So now I think it's actually a good time to, you know, in some form or another, we can always jump back and forth to talk about business, talk a little bit about what it is that you do. Uh, Professor Dreg, I know you guys will ask like, who's this Professor Dreg guy? I can't find anything on him. It's like, yeah, well, cause that's his moniker. That's not his real name, but we're not going <laughs> to yeah. just dox him here on the internet, at least not yet. I mean, when we get this up and running guys, stay tuned. For those of you who've been listening since episode one, I just want to say thank you. I appreciate it. By no means is this the end of how the American Maiden Page show is going to look. It's going to grow. It's going to evolve, but it's going to take time. We need to secure a venue, you know, get the right tools, producers. All of that is in the works. So do stay tuned because eventually we'll make a face reveal. Professor Dreg will make a face reveal. You'll be able to call in. It'll be live. It'll be actually streamed. But one step at a time, running a podcast is, uh, especially if there's live times, ooh, that's a whole nother beast, whole nother thing in itself. And I almost need somebody just to make sure that all technically the mix is good. The audio is good. You know, the phone calls are coming in. We're going to be able to do that because we get consistently a couple of hundred people listening to the podcast every single day, which is great. That's awesome in itself. But Professor Dreg, we were briefly talking, right? You're in the business right now of securing investors for potentially a venue, right? Now you don't have to name drop anybody because I know of the confidentiality of what it is that you do, but let's talk a little bit about business, like how you go about navigating these meetings and everything, just so we're also giving the audience a little bit more insight as to what it is that you do, because you do a lot of random things. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> random. <laughs> I'm random, that's good. No, but seriously, you know, to answer that question, who am I? I'm nobody. Um, and that's literal. I am nobody. And then the next question would be, are you nobody too? That's a poem from Emily Dickinson. And I honestly, honestly, Love once it. I've read that poem when I was a kid, yeah, that stuck with me because, and that's the one thing I am nobody. And it's, it's just read that poem. It's freaking awesome. But anyway, but, and I believe that and you know, and then I hate to get religious, but cause this is, <laughs> but it kind of ties into what Jesus was saying, like this whole thing about being nobody 
helping, you know, not the poor, but the weakest, all of this stuff is real essential. And because I'm nobody, I'm able to navigate through any political government, through any political system and just kick ass. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm unassuming, I'm nobody to these people, so I pose no threat. And that's the thing, and that's and that's the one thing, like, and I don't know how this ties into Christianity, but I'm almost certain mm-hmm. that you're not supposed to pose a threat to uh, people and all this other stuff and whatnot. So anyway, so let me jump into how to buy government property that have been repossessed by taxes or some kind of shady dealing the government always does. Okay. For example, in San Francisco, the city gave out a multi-million dollar loan mm-hmm. to somebody, to some guy, and he never paid it back. Over 10 years, this guy never paid back his loan. What so was now, this for, for? What kind of building? Give the audience a little bit of uh, some perspective. Okay, here. so basically this guy, he want, well, because I can't even tell you the nature of the of his business because that'll be a giveaway, and, okay. and, and, uh, and that we cannot do. But this guy was given millions of dollars to go ahead because uh, he actually owned the building. Yeah, But what he wanted to do with the building was remodel it so it can be, you know, used by, you know, himself and create this awesome business. So anyway, sure, sure. and uh, the thing was, he built this awesome business, had it just perfect. I mean, perfect. He had everything. And uh, what he ended up doing was he made over $100 million over like the 10-year span, and he never paid the city back a dime. <laughs> I'm sure they were on a payment plan or something, right, for his loan. Well, he was supposed to make payments, but he just never did. So but, they don't enforce it with, with police officers or no, lawyers or anything? No, because you can't. It, it's, it's a loan. It's like, what do banks do? You know, if you know, well, yeah, you, when you, well, you default, right? I mean, I actually don't know this very well because I've never been in a situation where I've had to investigate missing payment. I've never missed a payment, with, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know what it's like. Like, what actually happens? I mean, I know you probably get okay, but this is why it's a scam. That's why I keep telling. See, I learned this like, you really got to be street, and it's <laughs> funny because the guy who pulled this off is hella ghetto. And he bought himself like a 20-story building somewhere, you know what I mean, in another city. Somebody else just basically gave him money. I mean, it's called no, a but loan. This, but... Because here's the thing, and and this is, and I hate to give this type of advice on... Um, no one is going to get this kind of information. Like, there's a lot of personal finance, self-help books out there, all that kind of stuff, how money works. All that stuff is good, but your perspective is valuable. because No, it's but it's not even your perspective. This is what we used to do. <laughs> All right. But but here's the truth. Think about this. What can a bank do to you if you don't pay back your loan? What are they gonna do? Break your break your arms? Be like the old Italian dudes and break your kneecap? See, those days are gone. So they don't send they the sheriff do, a warrant for your arrest with guns. No, not yeah. even that. See, they don't do any of that. They they don't the cops don't come knocking on you, the FBI doesn't come. This is what happens. You can get a credit card. And, you know, $5,000 credit sure. card, max it out and never pay back a dime. What happens? Your consequences. Oh, bad credit score. That's yeah, what I was going to say, credit score is the only consequence. And that's if you want to go borrow more money. But all it means is you're not going to be able to borrow more money. That's it. But you just got yourself a free $5,000. Exactly. <laughs> but that's what happens. It's a lot of people. 
another guy real quick before you finish with that i was watching um some of this the sales guy on the internet right and he even said don't go chasing the past if you owe 10 grand on a credit card dude just stack cash because you know what you're not buying anything anyways you can't live like that <laughs> literally store like 50 60 percent of your income in cash and and store don't he even said and this is funny because he's not ghetto he's like a businessman right he even said when i was learning how to do this how to get rich how to make my first couple million he said all he did was he stacked cash away and he put it in a place not a savings account because you know why he says if you leave it there long enough it'll disappear guaranteed it always has and it's not because someone broke in and stole it it's because psychologically as humans you use it if you have it accessible so he literally said he had to like you you said something last week where it's like Oh, literally put it in a safe and, and bury it. Now, bury obviously, it. Yeah. don't do that with cash because it just it just composts. It disintegrates after time. But no, you put it in a safe. Okay, like okay. A metal safe. So, so like a safe, way, right, right. Gets into it. It's funny how he said, go broke because technically you're, you're, you're cash heavy, right? It's like, don't go chasing the past. The only thing that'll happen is your credit score will be unrecognizably bad, but that doesn't matter because you're not buying anything anyways. Yeah, and you could buy it with cash. Cash is king. Trust me on this. If you got cash, it doesn't matter what your credit score is. Because yeah. you got cash. Buy but your house in cash. Buy your car in cash. Who cares? Don't borrow money. Yeah, no, but that's the thing. Like, you could honestly. It's because, I, you know, I hate to no, say. It's things. funny because Dave Ramsey even is just like, it doesn't matter. Just, well, he says pay off your debts. But the thing is, he's like. He doesn't believe in credit cards. He doesn't believe in it. He says it's a bad product. It's, it's a scam. People, okay, so this is the only thing they can do to you is an actual one guy acts one bank did do this to me. This is why I know they could write it off as income. So they'll give you a W-2. So you just fill it out and then you got to pay taxes on on like like real income. <laughs> but out of the like because I did this and uh yeah, I'm not gonna say the amount of money, but and but then again, it was such a long time ago. They have no recourse. The statute of limitations is already over. I will pay the IRS before I pay the bank back. <laughs> no, no, but that's the thing. That, that's it's the like, thing is the IRS will put you in jail. Like they will flat out. Well, yeah. See, they can do that. See, the IRS can do that, but the county government can't. Like uh, uh, like the city of San Francisco, they can't arrest anybody. Okay, so finish your story about this guy because now we can tie okay, so it back. This to is it. what's happening now. So the city repossessed the building because that's, that's the only thing they can do. You don't pay back your loans, what happens? You're, if, if it's a car, the car gets repossessed. Right. If, uh, and, and this is why, well, I, I guess I could say this. Uh, people like Chase Bank, uh, like the big banks, they're slowly phasing out auto lending because a lot of people have been doing this. Like they get out this credit, uh, they take out a loan and then dude, they junk the car, you know, like they literally they'll, they'll get a car loan for a fancy car. They drive it around for a month or so just to rack it. <laughs> and then they say, F you, I'm not going to pay it back. And then Chase is sitting with a big giant car note and a, and a wrecked car. Because even repossessing the, the items is not enough to recover the losses. So in this case, San Francisco repossessed the entire building, even though the building was, didn't belong to them. But because there was a $6.5 million loan, they could re, repossess the, the construction and the property. So that's sure. what they ended up doing. So now this building is for sale. And um, and here's the thing. 
there's a website called Bid for Assets with the number four. Bid. Number oh, I thought you said don't reveal that. I've seen that. That's where you buy these, these deals. <laughs> well, well, see, you can't buy this property on Bid for Assets, but you know, just so I can get, I, I'll give out that website only. Why? Because people need to know what happens on a tax lien. So when you don't pay your taxes, the instead of going to jail, which they can't do, only the IRS can send you to jail. But if it's a county or city lien or something like that, yeah. uh, what they end up doing is repossessing or they can sell your property to get whatever it is that's owed to them. So like if you, and, and, and to, you know, just to check to make sure that we're not lying, um, you can go to bid for assets and then you can see a whole bunch of properties for sale and the minimum bid, it'll say minimum bid is like, let's say $3,500. That's the minimum bid because why that is what is owed in taxes. So out of that three, uh, so if you bid 5,000, $1,500 will go to, um, it'll probably go to back to the person who owed the taxes in the first place. And the 3,500 stays within the county. And, um, and then bid for assets, the website, they get their fee. But anyway, but so if, if you, if you're dumb and then you pay full price on an, on an auction, that's really stupid. But in this uh, matter, it's, it's millions of dollars. So it's not going to be on bid for assets because you know, no one's going to bid th that kind of money on a bid for assets. Uh, so what's happening now is the city has this private thing. Like it's a private auction that it's made public, but it's not going to be put on a public website. So what happens is this, the city shops it around and says, Hey, look, this building is for sale. So they'll go to somebody like Google, right? They'll say, Hey, Google, would you like to buy this building? And they try to make a deal with Google, but that is illegal to do. You can't just get a corporation and say, Hey, we want to sell you public property. It has to be open to everybody. So sure. with my investors, my investors are from another country and they are most likely Hindu, I think. <laughs> Either that or Sikhs, I don't know. But, uh, or they could be Muslim, I don't know. Because like, Indians tend to be what? Either Hindi, Sikhs, or Muslim if they're Pakistani, which is yeah. just Indians who are Muslims. <laughs> but anyway, so and this is what I was trying to explain to these people. I was like, they, the city cannot work directly with Google. They can't because it's a public property. They have to open up the bidding process to everybody. And right. the max, like whoever wins, wins because it's a silent auction type of a deal. So if I put up $10 million on a bid and Google gets it for like seven or $8 million, I could then go ahead and sue the city for uh for like a it's called a breach of fiduciary duty mm -hmm. uh and i can do it like that i can get them for for wage uh income loss for like the next 20 years and for all the stuff i wanted to do so the city has to open up publicly and if they don't and if they don't honor the maximum bid they're in a world of trouble and uh so mm -hmm. and this building would be awesome to own and, and that's why we're going to put these bids out there like that. So that way, even if we don't get the building, we'll have a nice lawsuit and just like 
quadruple our money <laughs> and then buy a building somewhere else and build out what we need to do. And boom, we got our business. Right, so, but that's right. the process. So, you know, if you really want to learn about money and we talked about this before, the best way to make money is through other people's miseries. Seriously. When the stock market crashed, that's when you start buying stocks. If you believe in stocks, you know what I mean? Cause I would never buy stocks. Uh, but I do this. Like you see, you're, you're interesting because there are some people who have done very, very well who don't believe in stocks, but they buy real estate like crazy because they know it'll be there in five, ten years. Okay, but this I'm I'm one of those people who believes yeah. in real estate because you can make money off your land. No, like seriously, like here's okay. So I hate this because I don't want to give information away <laughs> for free. Yeah, you're giving yeah. a lot. But one of the reasons why I want this building is because. It comes with a parking lot. Are you kidding me? That's just like, man, there's a parking lot. That's <laughs> like free money. In San Francisco, that's yeah. a gold mine. Well, anywhere in California, storage of a vehicle is a lot of money. Like seriously, if, if 500 cars go in there, giving me, you know, $20, you know, that's $2 million every single year cash. Just straight up cash. And that's why the city, now this is what sucks about San Francisco. There is a 30% sales tax on all parking garages in San Francisco. The, 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 the state sales tax is 9%. But if you own a parking garage, it's 30%. Oh. That's bullshit, right? Yeah. It's because it's free money. Think about it. How many staff do you need to run a parking garage? <laughs> one? Zero, one? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but now it is zero because they got those stupid machines that it's do everything. automated, yeah. yeah. Everything is automated. I'm thinking, yeah, you're right. It's zero. But uh, yeah, but in theory, the most you need is two. The very most you need is two. But yeah, most in San Francisco, yeah, everything is automated now. It's crazy. But can you imagine that? A 30% tax hike? Uh, um, but it's still $2 million. So, uh, you, you know, out of that, yeah. if you're charging everybody 20 bucks, basically the city's going to take their $5. So you're really more than 5 bucks. Yeah, they take like six. Because it's, it's a third, basically. Yeah, 600000 so, from you. Yeah. So, you know, that's got us a lot of money, but still, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's still a boatload of money and it's free yeah. cash. You don't have very little overhead, but that's why the city taxes you so much. But I was thinking about this uh, because almost everybody, okay. Everybody who owns a parking garage in San Francisco is either Persian, you know, like uh, from the middle East yeah. or Indian from India. I don't like Indian from uh, like Navajo Indian. No, 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 no. no, no. Like, but, and I'm, I honestly was going to do something like a lawsuit and saying how this type of tax unfairly has a desperate uh, impact on minorities. Well, no, not just minorities, but specifically Persians and Middle Easterners and, and, and Indians who believe in like the Muslim faith. And you know, I honestly was going to do that because I thought, you know, I could organize this and do this. Why? Because it's not, it isn't fair. I mean, it's totally unfair. Like, why are they taxing these people so heavily mm -hmm. and not everybody? Cause, and, and, and you can honestly make that legal argument. I mean, because think about this. I'm not kidding you. This might sound very stupid, but L.A. made a deal with the homeless bums on Skid Row. You're like, I don't know if you know anything about L.A. L.A., there's Skid Row. It's yeah, like yeah. this big section. 
sure, by the, sure. In, 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 like, in the alameda to like second street it's a whole like a big ass thing a skid row is not just one street it's a whole entire area so the city agreed to pay these bums six hundred and fifty thousand dollars for stealing their crap when you know when the, you know like every once in a while the city comes in and throws away everything to yeah. clean up the skid row and so anyway but then uh, you know like a few lawyers got together uh back in 2016 this has been going on for three years and suing the government for stealing their stuff which is true uh but you know come on those big ass refrigerators and couches they're all rat infested you gotta throw that crap away but little things like your medications and and things like that they shouldn't have thrown away you mm -hmm. know like the cops they should have known better hey look that's a prescription <laughs> you know what i mean they're mentally ill don't throw away their medicine but you could throw away the couches that are all dirty right you know, don't throw away their tents but just you know but throw away anything that that you know like a knife or something that you could hurt somebody with <laughs> anyway so yeah so the cops so they sued these a couple of cops and the city of la for uh doing this to these people mm -hmm. and one guy his name is kangris he doesn't even have a name he, he's just his name is c-a-n-g-r-e-s-s kangris yeah so kangris and a couple of his homeless buddies sued the city and he won he literally well he didn't win i mean it got settled but six hundred and fifty thousand bucks is what they're gonna get but most of it's going to the attorneys <laughs> no but it's true like the bums probably get like a thousand bucks and then the attorneys get the rest <laughs> but that's why you become an attorney because but it goes back to what i was originally talking about was making money see now the reason why stocks are bad buy is not because you don't make money with stocks because if you buy during the crash you know when it was really low you sure. already doubled your money tripled your money because it's skyrocketing. only gonna appreciate from there once again yeah goes. so and then but then but here's the negative about these stocks you have no control over that business you don't if the business decides to do something illegal you can't stop them therefore your money's always at risk yeah. i believe this i really do you always have to have 100% control of your money and how you make your money. Man, see what you said right there is exactly what some of these um, gurus who kind of go against the grain a little bit preach about just being, this, these are real conservatives, by the way. They're just like, no, 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 no. Get, you know, you, you always want to be in full control of it. But also another thing that I've heard that why, why you should do real estate and, and stocks and everything is that like, I mean, to some degree, that type of stuff gets paid out in dividends. Now, of course, it depends on what you buy, right? But here's the deal about real estate. The reason why he pushes so hard for it is because, number one, you are in control to some degree. If you buy it, in, if area code is everything. You buy it in a good zip code, it's fine. It's always going to be in demand, right? The second thing is it gives you a drip every month. Yeah. Every month. And, that, and he was just like... The, the important thing here is monthly cash flow that, you know, you can't afford to think, oh, I'm going to get paid out in four months with whatever stock I invested in. And that's if it did well. That's no, but if I'll, it I'll, did I'm well. going to do you one better right now. Remember what you said, the right area code is zip code. No, I'm not kidding you. It's not true. Uh, really? I mean, it's true, but I'm going to want to. It's not the only it. factor. No, 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 no. It, it's no, no, no. It's your mind. That's the whole point. Like, this is why I am like totally obsessed with christianity because when you understand some of these stories 
it really like opens you up to anything. Because remember this whole thing about making a desert to an oasis, right? Yes. Something like that. Something like, like, I don't know the Bible, but I'm telling you, it's just fascinating. So I'm not kidding you. I can buy land. And remember, keep this parking garage and why I want this parking garage because it's San Francisco, da 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 da. But here's the thing I can buy like 10 acres, 20 acres, 100 acres, almost anywhere in California for, for like under 300 grand. And I could literally build a storage facility that could hold up to like a thousand. RVs or a thousand motorboats or tractors or or fancy cars, anything. And all I gotta do is market in the right area because I say, hey, look, for five hundred dollars a month, we will store your vehicle and uh, in a totally uh, climate controlled area. We'll keep it clean, wash it, that whatever you know. What for five hundred bucks a month? This is what we'll do for you. All we gotta do is pick it up in San Francisco, drive it to Timbuktu, and guess what? Now we have 500 vehicles sitting there uh, in the middle of a desert in California, you know, like in, like in a place like uh, Monterey County, right? I don't know if you know anything about Monterey County, but a lot of Monterey County is just unincorporated. Mm -hmm. so, if, and because parking is a premium, like a large vehicle, like an RV or a big ass yacht, because there's no places, because like you can't park that in a regular parking garage for $300 a month because right. it's oversized. You got to pay like a thousand dollars a month, but you know what? We're not greedy. We're not, we're needy. <laughs> so because we're not greedy, we can do half off. We could just charge $500 a month. And if we have, because like I said, we have, you can literally buy 30, 40 acres for under $300,000. So if you have 500 vehicles stored there making $500 a month, remember, this is easy math. What's five times five? 25. Add the four zeros. What do you get? you are making $250,000 a month on a property that you only spent 300,000 on. Mm -hmm. So in one month, you only owe 50 grand. By month two, guess what? It's paid off. Well, not just paid off, but how much money did you make? Seriously, if you bought the land for 300K mm -hmm. and in two months you made 500K, your profit in two months is $200,000. <laughs> and that's what all you got to do is know how to market and sell yourself in those zip codes, in those area codes. You don't need to buy in that area code. You just know how you just have to know how to service in those area codes or zip codes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because that's what you do. Think about it. Why am I going to spend all this money to buy land in San Francisco? Mm -hmm. when I can buy this, uh, you know, way more land and still service San Francisco. Right. And right. that's what you do. And, and that's why being a good salesman is very, very like key here. Yeah. And that's, but see, like 
these are the type of well i mean you hate to say things like this because i i don't know because i don't want to make it sound like jesus was like a money-making machine but <laughs> but if you under honestly understand what the heck he's saying and and his mentality with things like see because here's the thing i i never understood this like because we talked about this before rebuking versus condemnation yeah we need to condemn anybody because we're not judges but we could rebuke anybody at any time because, you know, people were like, oh, I don't understand. Like, if you're so anti-gay, why do you throw gay parties? I said, because, I mean, you know, you could talk shit to, my, to, your, to their faces. Like, oh, that's gross. Don't do it in front of me. And, and, and you know what? Like, this is the thing. When I, like, um, I remember having conversations about why anal's bad to a bunch of gay people. And nobody hated me. They didn't stop going to the bar. They actually liked my candor. <laughs> they did. They they liked having candid conversations. Yeah. And uh, and I remember this one dude, you know, and he was a dog. He was like, oh, I know why you think it's gross because you think there's doo-doo everywhere. It's like, well, there is doo-doo. It's like, no, we all use animas and clean up very well. I'm like, yeah, but still, all that prep for what? It don't make no sense. It, it's it's like, uh, but anyway, <laughs> but but, you know, but I know you get to a lot of these people because, you know, look at Milo Yiannopoulos. He claims to be a Christian guy, too. He's like, look, I'm a gay Christian. But I, I wonder if he's still engaging in gay sex. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, he is married to his husband, but I wonder if they still... Because in theory, I, you know, like, I, look, as long as they're not do, do, engaging in sodomy... You know, and he's trying to do his best to keep his thoughts clear. Who cares who he's living with? You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, you know, and 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 I, I just that's why I think it's like I don't know. It's like, I yeah, I I don't know. Like I, I honestly don't know how. Like I don't know. I don't see him any different than any other fat dude. Like you know, like all this, like that boxer dude who just won the heavyweight championship. That dude was a fat, fat man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, he is a gluttonous man. He's not sharing nothing. You know, he's a bad man. I don't see any difference from him and Milo. Y- you know, it's like, do we really tell fat people, "Hey, man, pick up a celery every once in a while"? Or <laughs> well, I or think I think that rebuking rebuking people is fine, right? But I think, like, for example, I don't have to agree with it, and we can still call it a sin for what it is. But you yeah. know, it's yeah that that's that's really what it is. I think the difference here is when we when as Christians we cross the line and go because like I got I got a ton of gay friends, right? I don't wish death on any of them. I don't. But the consequence for engaging in that kind of behavior may very likely be that that's not because of me. That's because it's not right, right? So here's the the, the thing is that I always say is yeah, but why isn't it right? See, that's the whole question, and, and people are always going to say why isn't it right. It's not right because you hate me. You're a homophobe. I'm like, no, I'm a germaphobe. That's why I'm, I don't hate you. I'm it's just un- afraid it's, of germs. It's unclean. The same commandments that God gave to Moses about even not eating raw meat. Well, it's just, it, it's it's in this. It's actually in the same chapter. It's like because it's unclean. It's unclean, right? And that's yeah. another way of saying germs, diseases, you, you know. And, but, but more so than that, I think that... Uh, or if you go back to the New Testament way, look, you don't love yourself. That's why you're playing in your butt. Sorry. <laughs> but that's what you say. But that's... See, but isn't that weird? Like, it's... 
easier understood just by saying, look, if you love yourself, you don't go dig in your butt. You just don't. But that's but that's the beauty of, of, of Christianity, I think. It's so effing simple. It's awesome. And that's but that but okay, so but the reason why I brought all that up is because a lot of people run away from the city, San Francisco, or you know, the Bay Area. Why? Because they're afraid of it. Or because it's so sinful or whatever. But I'm telling you now, if you learn how to market here, you will make a ton of money. And at the same time, you can actually help these people. And that's why I probably brought up Milo, because I honestly don't know anything about Milo other than he is a Christian and he is gay. And the thing is, and he's kind of conservative. and he's I think that's fine as long as they recognize that you know, it's a sin. You're well, living see, in that, sin. That, well, but see, but that's, but see, but here's the thing. I honestly believe we all live in sin. If sin is real, we all do. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, cause I'm telling you now, I still think porn is gay. <laughs> I just do. No, because to me, porn is just as gay as Milo is whatever he does with guys. But the difference is you're watching versus performing. You know what I mean? Because it's like, dude, you're watching another guy. That's weird. You know what I mean? That's gay to me. But anyway, but the, even though it's a woman, it's still gay. I'm thinking, what the hell? But anyway, so, but my point is this. I believe if, in theory, if we are all living in, because like, you know, I'm not, you know, like, because, you know, I'm a bad man. So uh-huh. I like, uh, like I told that story the other day when I let that guy, you know, rob that girl. And I told that girl, you're lucky not to be stabbed or raped or something like that. I was like, look, man, you know what I mean? Like I would have stopped the beating, but I'm not going to stop somebody from, cause you know, I thought she deserved it a little bit. So, you know what I mean? I'm a bad guy like that. So, um, but my point is this, yep. if we're all living in sin and doing all this crazy sinful stuff, but it doesn't stop us from doing business. And that's my point. If, people learn how to market in San Francisco and service the people to make this money. When they talk to you like the same way, that's why I brought up the whole bar thing. When I was talking to these gay people having the parties, Oh, like we'd have lesbian parties. Sure. And, and I'd always tell these girls who thought they were men. It's like, I was like, I would beat the fuck out of you. I don't care if I, you come talk to me. I said, I'll treat you. You want to be like him? I'll treat you like a man. You're not a man. There's a there's a video on World Star Hip Hop, <laughs> which is ghetto. But you remember that instance when that when that uh, there was a woman on a Ohio public transportation bus who berated a bus driver, like was like cussing at him and actually slapped him. And then there's a video where he gets up and basically just uppercuts like, right? Over. Yeah, you yeah, see no, that. But, see, but that's, that's the truth. That's the truth. That's how it works. And he literally, the, the first words out of his mouth after doing that was, I don't care. You want to be a man? I'll treat you, I'll like, treat a you like a man. <laughs> and threw her off the bus. Like, you didn't, hey, but it's the, truth. it's the truth. And that's how you, tr- that's you how. You said that, that just reminded me. And I'm glad you know that because it's, it's, I, I mean, I shouldn't laugh, but it's an epic. No, but it's the joke. truth. But that's my point. Epic. Everybody lives in sin, and the thing is, I believe you should live and lead by example. If you are a good businessman, people r- will respect you. That's why they go and support your business. Seriously, yeah. like, cause I never understood this. Because Chop, you know, okay, okay. So one of my guys is Chopper, 
And uh, Top told me, he goes, you know what, Snoop? He goes, the reason why, because, you know, that's another one of my names. He goes, you know why they go to us? They'll can, I said, they all respect us. The, the Armenians, the Russians, it, it don't matter who it is, you know, the gays, the lesbians, they always come because we respect them and they respect us because we treat them the way we want to be treated. I don't know if that's in the Bible, but you know what I mean? But it's kind of like those two commandments. And Chop, he's a Christian dude. And he goes, and he goes, that's God blessing you. And because he told me that he goes, uh, you know, and that's why we're always been successful because we don't judge them, but we're not going to turn a blind eye to what they do and, and whatnot. And it's the truth because like, I, I always found myself lecturing people. <laughs> no, but especially at the bar, because I see something, I'm just going to tell them, say, Hey, that's gross. Yeah. As well, or, speaking of pride, because this is something that, you know, it is gay pride month, right? Whether it is, is it your, really, yeah, it's, it's that, June. Yeah, it, it, that's his Pride Month. Apparently, I mean, no. It, here's the Dude, deal. Black, it, this is this is Juneteenth month for what? like blacks. Really, this is Gay Month now? Oh no, no. Okay, so there's something <laughs> called Juneteenth, like Juneteenth. June. It's okay. So yeah, this is like a big historical thing. This is like the destruction of Christianity in the country in oh, uh, independence juneteenth independence or freedom day no 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 yeah see oh god no, oh, no, yeah, oh. emancipation no 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 you're you're right you're right i've heard of this i we just have a different name for it but go ahead no but okay so juneteenth okay now they call it all this no but that's the day they were enslaved again that's the whole like they bastardized this whole history of juneteenth because this is what had happened uh remember we talked about this before an earlier podcast uh, on June 19th, the right. progressives in 1920 or 1921, I forgot, but um, in an effort to destroy like the, the whole Christian movement that was behind like the black uh, uh, success that they've been having since the, the, you know, ever since slavery ended, blacks have enjoyed a great economic and educational boom. And, you know, JP Morgan was you know was a big part of that so on june 19th uh the progressives blew up the jp chase morgan building on wall street in new york yeah and they went on a rampage for two days and destroyed everything associated with blacks and economics from the 19th all the way to june like 21st or some that it took a year but the last one uh was on the 21st of june in uh, uh tulsa oklahoma was and then they call that the, the oklahoma city race riots that lasted two days but literally it they went through city to city throughout for an entire year it started in june 19th and it ended a year later on june 21st and uh yeah so tulsa oklahoma was the very last black economic stronghold so sure. they call it juneteenth <laughs> because... well, i i got some news for you i mean that may be the case but this june month of june is gay pride month yeah that's so weird you know what i mean like how did that even happen like it was like a black thing and now it's a gay thing <laughs> your reaction is weird no, because i remember like those stupid signs by the way also black. back in the well because back in the day gay pride i mean it used to be protests i mean this is back in the day but now you know all kinds of people just want to party wear colors you know it's like dude you're not even gay like this is for them come on like making a mockery of yourself here i've never understood why 
and, and this is where progressives start to contradict each other because white liberals, you know, straight liberals want to party with gay people yeah. uh, during Pride Month. And it's 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 starting to it's starting to it's starting to piss them off a little bit. Like it's just like fuck my god it just fucking blows but anyway but going back to making money (laughs) i'm just like because man because see i get thrown like because you know geez louise but anyway oh my god i can't believe it you know what i mean it's like dude like everybody knew jp morgan's building got blown up in june and and it took a whole year from june to june they destroyed the black economy but anyway so but the, the whole point was they went after and the thing is like all of these black businessmen that were very well educated, whatever, they were all Christian dudes. Right. Uh, so they, they went after their churches, they went after everything. And, uh, and that's when blacks really lost their Christian faith. Mm-hmm. And then they really turned to the government after that, after the Tulsa, Oklahoma riots, that was it. It was over. <laughs> it was progressives won. And we've been little by little, turning more and more progressive every day. Now in 2019, it's like we're on fire with progressivism. But the good thing is, I, be, I mean, look at you. I mean, I, I think younger people are starting to wake up and, and, and realize like, hey, man, this debauchery is just bullshit. You know what I mean? So and, and now, but the thing is like this, I believe because and I don't know because I don't know Sarah Breedlover or anything like that, but I do know they were all hardcore Christians. The one thing I do know, the people like Harriet Hubman, all these people, they all were Christian. Harriet Hubman, is that what you just said? Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman, yeah. Okay. Did I say Harriet <laughs> Hub, uh, Tubman or something like that? Yeah, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I do that every once in a while. <laughs> I I've been working on that, but anyway, so uh, Harriet Tubman was a Christian. All these people who honestly did good were real Christian people. Not like the phony Christian people that were leaders leading black to more progressive and progressive ideology. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because um I was listening to Norm MacDonald and uh that guy's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, but he was on David Letterman and they were talking and then he goes, well they do say that the devil's going to be uh, very good looking <laughs> and very persuasive. He's not going to be, in the, he's not going to, he's not going to show up looking like the devil. He's going to look like. Well, the, that, that's the guy. thing that I actually always never understood because people always depict the devil as some monster, you know, some demon with, with horns and, you know, a, a forked, you know, tongue and a pitchfork, you know, it's like it, no, every account of, of the, the devil or Satan in the Bible depicts him as, the deceiver, someone who can tempt you. So like he's thrown out of he's thrown out of heaven in Isaiah, right? The story of him, you know, because he thought he was like God and he was the most beautiful. He was the best angel <laughs> in heaven. I'm serious. No, I'm like people think he's some monster. No. He'll manifest as like it depends. Like he might be like the most beautiful woman you'd ever seen, and then you're just <clears throat> lusting after her. Or oh, you know, Jesus. but that's what I'm saying. It, it's not if, if he well, was a monster, perfectly to what I'm saying. See, because when blacks lost economic prosperity and all this other stuff, because look, Sarah Breedlove, uh, uh, Madam C.J. Walker, this is the same person. She had a pen name or a fake name. She was a hardcore Christian lady driving convertibles. Harriet Tubman, Christian lady, Underground Railroad, you know, led to freedom of, 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 of uh, you know, of the slaves. Think about this. They were all Christian people. 
the people at at A and M, Florida, Christian people, and uh, when they stuck to their faith, they had good things. And now God's everybody worship. Well, no, but think about this: the greatest man, according to most, ask any black person who's the greatest black leader ever. Martin what, Luther King. Yeah, King. Martin Luther King Jr. Everybody will say that Martin Luther King Jr. Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, but again. He did nothing. He advocated for laws and policies that actually made things worse. And the funny thing is his boy, Baynard Ruskin, was a gay dude. You know, and he was black. And now, like, Juneteenth is now associated with black gay pride stuff instead. You know what I mean? Dude, that's, that's insane. That's an insanity. To me. I'm thinking, what the hell is happening? Like, this is, this is more real than I could even imagined but um, gay pride is in june jesus um but anyway but that is something to really really consider it, it, it's it's i i'm almost ah i like almost certain with 100 percent absolute certainty that's how positive i am i'm almost positive like so close to it that <laughs> economics is tied to christianity like that is like, I think the New Testament is probably like the key to understand economic growth, economic powers, economic everything. But the thing is, it has to deal with how to treat people right. Because if we are all sinners, if we all are bad people, not that we're bad by, I guess by nature, because I guess the whole carnal rule, like they're, you know, whatever, God doesn't govern that. So if we're all living in, and I know I do, we have to learn how to treat everybody with the understanding that we have that same potential to do equally bad, but we're aware. And that's why AA doesn't work because a lot of people don't want to recognize that they're just as bad as the other drunk. Wait, wait, it doesn't work. I thought it does work. No, it works the best. It's the best form of therapy, but it only works 30% of the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and the reason why people, and it goes back to the Christian leadership failing everybody, because here's the thing, like, I don't want to, okay, God, this is going to sound God awful, but it's the truth. When I see a gay dude, because you mentioned something about that, about, uh, I remember you telling me this about white dudes who date Asian women. It's because they think they're better than Asian men right? It's the same thing. Like, I think I'm guilty of this too, because I am smart enough not to play in my ass. So therefore I think I'm better than gays. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but that's a bit of a jump. Like you recognize that it's not something that's right, you know, and you know the why. So why does that make you better than them? It just makes you, you know, I just, because it's just innate in all people. Huh. It's just like that's why whites think they're they they always pick up on Asian chicks like those kind of white guys because they think they're better than Asian guys. But it actually applies to everybody. Mm-hmm. We all think we're better than everybody else who's not like us. So if you have this deformity, I think I'm better than you because you have this deformity. Yeah. I don't play my asshole. Therefore, I'm better than you. You know what I mean? And it's just something like that. But it's not like I, 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 I think, I it's, think yeah, you're right. That's an innate part of, of human flaws, because here's the thing. We hire 
you know, good looking girls for jobs that they're not qualified. <laughs> no, but you know what? The other way. But 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 it's the truth. That's yeah. what we do. But but the thing is like, and I think it's a failure of Christian leaders. See, because not everybody's an alpha. Not everybody can be an alpha because that's why I can't be an alpha because I think I, I don't care about the weak. I don't care about people who plan their butts. I think they deserve it. You know what I mean? Instead of trying to help them out, I go, you got what you deserve, nigga. You know what I mean? You can't be doing that. You can't. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and that's why I'm thinking, oh, crap. Yeah, and I know you got to go. It's a hard break. But, yeah. oh, man. But see, but that's it. Anyway, so tying back to economics, I'm telling you, it's tied with that Christian Bible because that Christian Bible teaches you not to think you're better than others. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing, because I do, I'm telling you now, because it's, uh, but I think I'm better than not just gays, but almost everybody. You name a group, I think I'm better than them. Why? Because I am better than them. I can prove <laughs> it. But I shouldn't think that way. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. But I mean, but when it comes to business, I've, I put all my prejudices aside because I love money, <laughs> you know? So, and that's the thing. So I'm thinking, huh, if anything was to get, if anybody was to get anything out of here, look, put your prejudices down, try to market, try to make money. Because right, we hate the government, but we can make tons of money off the government once you understand tax liens and mm. all this other stuff. Because we are not islands. We are supposed to work with other people and be a part of a community. And if we don't learn how to work within that community, we'll always be broke. But like you said before, we need to buy land so then you can turn that land into something marketable for everybody. You don't buy land and just sit on it and do nothing with that land because it's not going to do you any good. It's just, right. but that makes anyway, sense. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, I appreciate you saying that and uh, we can cut it there, but guys, American made and paid, you know, when we talk about investments, when we talk about helping people, it's all tied together. So I hope you guys all got something out of the show. Like I said, professor Dreg's working on some big things. We got some, plans for this show as to where it's going to go so stay tuned to it thank you guys for always listening in and uh you know hearing us ramble on for an hour or so and we'll see you all in the next episode take care guys